The Weekly Dish podcast is presented by Common Ground Minnesota. Food and farming conversations from Minnesota women in agriculture. Learn more at commongroundminnesota.com or follow them on Instagram at commongroundminn. Hey everybody, it's Steph March for Common Ground Minnesota, and I love talking about women in agriculture. The women of Common Ground Minnesota are volunteers who are volu- you know, taking their time to chat with you about what it's like to live on a farm and grow food in Minnesota. Here's some really great news about this group. They have just launched a newsletter that you can basically sign up for at commongroundminnesota.com, and you get the latest you know, events, giveaways, delicious recipes, all sorts of great stories from the farm. And I got to tell you, it's just a really cool thing to get into your inbox every month. And it's it's kind of an, a way in. If you're wondering, like, I don't know what I'm going to ask when I go to Common Ground, Minnesota. Well, this is just an introduction and a way to get you guys to meet the farmers at Common Ground, Minnesota. The Common Ground Minnesota volunteers, remember, their goal is to be a resource for your food and farming questions. Don't forget, check them out on Instagram at commongroundminn, commongroundminnesota.com. Talk 1071. I'm Stephanie March. I'm Stephanie Hansen, and guess what? What? The deep freeze is over. over. We are moving in the right direction. Um, the cardinals are chirping. Well, yeah, I had a giant flock of I baseball saw. robins like attack my yard. In your yard. Literally, I sat there and I couldn't catch a photo of, of <laughs> like, I was like, oh, oh, snapping them, and I only got one. But still, they're big fat robins. I love it. They were great. I. Was laying in bed. My my house that I moved away from that I went and gardened after I moved because yeah. I still lament the loss. Yeah, I used to lay in bed and I could see the tops of the trees from my bed, and I really missed that. And this house has that, so that like seeing the birds oh, in the trees while I'm laying saying, in bed right? is just fantastic. You were psyched about it. Yeah, no, Very. it's definitely. I think it's definitely moving in the right direction. I, I feel. I will tell you a funny story that only food show people will ap- appreciate. I think. Okay. About, I guess it was maybe Thursday night, uh, four o'clock in the morning, I all of a sudden just started smelling toast. And I woke up and I was like, gosh, did I leave the oven on? Right, right. So I get up and I go and I'm looking in the kitchen to see if I've left something on and I haven't. And then I was like, wow, I'd made Brussels sprouts the night before and they'd smoked a lot. So I was like, oh, this house really holds like food smell. So I went to the bathroom, went back to bed, get up. At about 11 o'clock, I realize I'm cold. And I'm like, Kurt, it's cold in here. And he's like, ah, well, everything seems to be working. At 12 o'clock, I, the heat is just going down, 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 down. I'm like, well, I told you I've been smelling toast. I was smelling toast. And they're like, has the heat gone on since the toast smell? Is there did something burn? Right, right. I don't know. Finally, at like 1 o'clock, he's like, God, I'm cold. I, I'm like, yeah, you think it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not real until it happens, it happens to you. It's exactly right. So then he like gets motivated and sure enough, some part had burned out in the heater Oh, and we did get it fixed. So we weren't without heat for long, but he was like, yeah, next time you smell toast. I'm like, yeah, hopefully there won't be a next time. That was a $1,400 repair. Yeah. Right. Oh my God. 
But so if you smell toast, sometimes it's not always food. Okay. <laughs> wow. I got to tell you, that is scary when, like, the heat, especially this last week. I told you today, the last time I got in my car was last Saturday to come to this. I haven't left my house all yeah. week. I don't even think I realized it. I mean, I guess I had some plans that got canceled, and that's why. But... <laughs> I didn't leave. I, I was. Uh, I house. thought of that too because I was with Julia a couple days this week, and it felt great to just like go to work. Yeah, you know, like we go to work on Saturdays. Yeah, she had a funny thing she said too about about you. She was like, "The show is so good. Like you guys are just so funny." I'm like, "Cause we don't talk to anybody else <laughs> through the whole week, and when we actually see each other." We're not burned out right. from our lives. We're right. happy to like share. share and talk. Yeah. Yeah. So that's she thought funny. That, that was pretty funny. Oh God. It's so great. I know. And a lot of people are, you know, I, I will tell you that I think you like we were saying, I think a lot of people have kind of, I don't know. It's it's how do you have spring fever? You know, how do you have cabin fever when you've just been really locked up for like this long? It's not just the winter. It's as long as you can stretch back, you know. So I think it's got a different pitch. I think there's a little bit more desperation, desperation. And like normally that's, you know, a lot of people take a ski vacation or maybe they go for a way for a weekend and. They're looking forward to spring break, and maybe maybe that's not happening this year. A lot of people are traveling. They are traveling, and yeah. I'm and I'm I'm trying to. This is a <laughs> self disclosure because I'm going to travel too because I'm yeah. going to go visit my brother in my van. I'm trying not to shame travelers. You know what I mean? Because it's easy to be like, "Well, we shouldn't be traveling," and did you wear your mask? And but the good news is, you know, the infectious infection rate is going down. Oh, our infection rate is at three. I think three point seven was this last week, which is amazingly low yeah, compared to what it has been. People are getting vaccinated every once in a while. I hear about someone under the age of sixty five that's snuck into somewhere getting vaccinated. Yeah. So I feel like that's a good sign. Yeah. No, I think it's good, and I think. I mean, I'm not. You know, I I was never a big part of the whole. Social shaming of people for things. I just don't think that has a lot of value. It doesn't actually do anything. It only makes you feel better for being a mean person, I think. Like when you're couching it in the idea that you're doing it for the greater good. And then, but you don't have any self, there's no examination of who you are and what you're doing because it's blind. And it occurred to me as I was hearing about my 20th person that had had coronavirus that didn't tell anybody until it was long passed over. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, there's a like lot. Like had of, been out in the. No, no, oh, okay. no. Just a lot of people that you know have had it. Oh, and people I think don't so. talk about it. And oh. there's a certain amount of there's like, a shame in stigma associated it. Right. with it. And everyone starts out with, well, so and so got it. And then so and so got it. But they were being so careful. And it occurred to me that, you know, with the exception of a few yahoos, we all think we're being careful, but we've, we still have to do things in our lives. And we've said that. Yeah. Nobody is is purposely being wantonly uncareful. Right. 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 Unless maybe you're just There's one of those. Some of them are. Some in the other reaches. Uh, maybe sorry, are. Ted Cruz. But, you but, know, yeah. other than that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I know. You know, my kid goes back to uh, full time, like full time. Yeah. In March, like March one. He goes back to full time high school and great for March, April, May. And a little tiny bit of June. Ellie's partner is a teacher and she finally got scheduled for a vaccine and I was so excited. And then she got an email that it was delayed because of the weather. (laughs) I know. So she's got to wait a couple more I know. I did see that. I did hear there was a lot of delays because of what's happening in the South. And that's a bummer. Um, And can we just point out Chef Jose Anders just for one second? I know. 
I mean, he's down there with World, I always want to say World Street Kitchen, World, World Central, Central Kitchen. Because we have Minnesota Central yes. Kitchen and they have he's part of World Central and Kitchen. And he's down there, like he always is, feeding people, yep. just feeding people. Yeah. And I, if that guy doesn't get a Nobel Peace Prize, I, I don't know who would. Let me just tell you that if I, if they offered me a job, I would, I would, I mean, like if they were like, hey, could you come on and... And, uh, you know, carry boxes. I'd be like, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, I would do that. I, I just, he, there's just something primal about his need to feed people. And he has a team and he goes and does it. And they don't get caught up in the bureaucracy of the government piece and the politics piece. They just go where they're needed and they just yeah. feed people. They just feed people. That's and it. And I know we do that here too. We and do. It's, it's just, it's yep. amazing. You know, it's we, amazing. We love our loaves and fishes and we love our Minnesota Central Kitchen is part of what helps, you know, yep. those, those people do the thing. So we got to love them up too. They've had yes. a great time. Lots of people to love. Lots of people to love. Um, and uh, here's one more thing I just got to throw out that uh, <laughs> congratulations to the so last week was Jakey's birthday. We all talked about that. Yes. But he's he got on winter court this year, which is so weird. Oh, there's like, he's like, like there's in a prom no court? Senior, yeah, he's on like the, the homecoming court, except it's Winterfest court. But it's like there's nothing. So there's no social with the school <laughs> And like there's the six people with right, their pretend crowns. Be like, suddenly they'll be like a Winterfest court. No, it's like we're, they're doing it in person, but we're only like the kids are do- themselves are coming and then they get to invite two people. So it's like me. And <laughs> so it'll be just like a pair, a bunch of parents and their kids like doing it's It's weird, but that's funny. But it's sweet. You know what I mean? It's very sweet. So, well, and I got to talk to him just briefly. He was in the studio with you last week and was he? it was just, he, I mean, it was like, yeah, I haven't really had a senior year yeah. and yeah, well, everything was kind of weird. And well, last year, like you just, I mean, yeah. half of your junior and almost your entire senior year is really interesting. Yeah. So for his birthday last week, you know, we did have a couple dudes over and we had, uh, they wanted, he wanted tortellini pasta. That was his, like, his memory, his taste memory. And it was the tortellini pasta that he wanted was from Filio. Like from when he Yum, was 10 I years old. That tortellini pasta. Yeah, right? The one with the peas and the Straw and, the and hay. Isn't that what they called it on the menu? What they call it? I think straw and hay. Oh, not that one. It's, it had peas and it had ham. Yeah, and it cream. had it had yeah. It has the has the lardons and then it has the peas and yeah, yeah the pancetta or whatever. I remember that and one. the cream sauce, like yep. an Alfredo cream sauce. Yeah, and I don't remember if it was called Tron Hay, but it was like basically it was this tortellini that he like when he was ten years old he had it and it's like that was like the form of what he wanted for his eighteenth birthday dinner and I did not win. I mean, like I did, <laughs> I made great tortellini. It just was not the same. And he was like, it was good. It just wasn't the same. I goes, I don't know if I remembered it. I'm like, well. I'm not Filio. Let's be clear. Like, I, whatever I make for you is not going to be that. And we can't get it for takeout because it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> so I'm like, for me to have have had to go get it from someone, I would have had to, like, call up one of the old chefs and have them recreate it themselves. Right. I'm like, not going to happen. So, but it was hard. It was funny because I did, I made a mess of tortellini and then, and then, you know, because when you're rolling, and I mean, like, I rolled and I cut the pasta, and, you know, you have these, you have the bits left over. And so then what's called like the rags usually. And so I totally, because teenagers are hungrier than you ever believe and eat more than you ever think. Like I was like, oh, I was watching them halfway through the tortellini and I was like, okay, I'm going to have to cook up the rags now because you're still eating. And thank God you just throw a fresh pasta into boiling water. And then I threw it with mushroom, sage and butter like that. And then it was like a second pasta dish. 
Because who cares what it looks like in the end if you're a teenager? For teenagers that are just hork, hork, hork. Hork, hork, hork. All right, you guys, we have a great show. We have some kitchen hacks. I'm excited to hear how you're hacking up the kitchen. Oh, just a few. (laughs) It's not that exciting. But Elizabeth Reese coming on to talk about the air fryer is exciting. That is exciting. And then we're also going to talk about some fish fry later in the show. So stay tuned for that. So this will, uh, so we'll be right back. This is the weekly dish brought to you by Hornitos. Hi, this is Stephanie Hansen for The Weekly Dish, and you may remember that I sold my town home in St. Paul and moved to Golden Valley. I'm loving my new house, and I give all the credit to Carrie Auxt and Sue Durfee from Lakes Area Realty. You guys, they were so responsive and easy to work with. We made offers on three homes until we found the right one, and the market moved so fast, and Sue and Carrie were straightforward and very respectful when I was working with them. If Kurt and I would have different opinions, and you know we did, they would inject what they thought and would work with both of us to find the best house that would meet both of our needs. Carrie and Sue and Lakes Area Realty are not a large team, but that's what I wanted. I wanted personal service. Each time you go through a home, you're going to deal with either Carrie or Sue directly. Sue Durfee has over 20 years in real estate and has been voted best super agent by Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine many times, and I've known Carrie Elks personally for many years. Carrie has great judgment and is great about getting back to you quickly and following through on questions you might have, because buying a house is a big purchase and who you buy it with really can matter. So find Carrie Elks, C-A-R-R-I-E, and Sue Durfee at Carrie and Sue.com if you're buying or selling a house. That's Carrie and Sue at Carrie and Sue.com from Lakes Area Realty. All right. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. Can I just give you one thing that that song used to be little Jakey? I know I'm talking about Jakey so much, but little giant baby when he was tiny baby and he was like six years old and he would sing that song in like the car and it was Cute. like the cutest thing ever. Hands up and the butterfly yep. fly away. Um, you know why you're doing that is because you're feeling nostalgic. I know, because I'm about to, because I have to talk you're colleges gonna, and I got to think about all that stuff. And you're so. going to have one leave the nest. Yes, it's what it is. <laughs> okay, so I actually had an article that I pulled out with Kitchen Hacks, and then I left it at home. <laughs> you can't so find it. I'm going to just kind of do a little bit different thing here. Okay. A couple things. This, okay, so I wanted to do Kitchen Hacks because I found an article and there were some that I thought were interesting. But while I was looking for that, I found cocktail hacks that they say only bartenders know. Oh, okay. So I thought that was interesting. Um, Okay, so they talk about how to make simple syrup. And simple syrup is something that I didn't make for a long time because I thought it was hard. And then I was like, (laughs) oh, this is so easy. It's basically a one-to-one sugar ratio. Yeah. And you can make it even more simply by doing a two-to-one. So you basically, if you have a two-to-one and you add... It's water and sugar. Yes, water and sugar. Yeah. And if you add a little bit of vodka, your simple syrup will last longer. Because I was going to say, the big thing with my simple syrup was I would make a batch and then it would sit on my counter and it would go bad. It would get like little floaty weird things. In about it. It, it lasts for about a month. If you add a little vodka to it? it? Actually, if you add a little vodka, it'll last up to three months, it says. Ooh. So that's a little... Do you have to refrigerate it still? Cocktail Probably. hack. Um, this is the kind of thing where you're not allowed to ask follow-up oh, questions. Oh, sorry, sorry. Because right. you don't have these answers. I got it, I got it. <laughs> Um, I will be supportive in my... Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yes. that's fascinating. Good. Okay. Did you know that you can make your own grenadine? Which grenadine can that's be another real one. delicious sometimes. I haven't had like, grenadine in my grenadine house and since Coke? like 1985. Of, of course not. <laughs> but think back to your first cherry Coke. Yeah. 
like I loved Jerry Coke. Uh, well, I used to work ambrosia. at a diner when I was like fourteen. Okay. Heartthrob. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I did. Yeah, and it was just like we would just totally do that. Um, oh my god, so much. Yeah. See, it's this and Cherry it's Sprites. a kid thing. Oh, Cherry Sprites. The Shirley Temple. Shirley Temples. Yes. Totally. Uh, so grenadine, you can use make grenadine by doing equal parts pomegranate juice and sugar. Yeah. So you can make that for at home. So if you wanted to have a, what's the t- is it a Tom Collins? That has or Sunrise Collins, the ones that has grenadine and orange juice, and I think it's either tequila or vodka. Like that's a sunrise, like a yeah, tequila, tequila sunrise, sunrise yeah. or Tom Collins. I think has Tom it Collins too. Tom Collins is like a yeah bubbly soda water with a little bit of grenadine. Yes, in it. So vodka soda with grenadine. grenadine. That sounds so gross. What I said, vodka soda and grenadine sounds so gross. Actually, really? Yeah, but I think I'm missing. I think, I think it's not soda. Good. I think it must be Seven Up. Um, here is a way to use your grenadine, okay? And I thought this cocktail just sounded good. And you can make it at home. So you use half an ounce of grenadine, some dark rum, and coconut water, and you shake it. So you use some grenadine, dark rum, and coconut, coconut water. water. Doesn't that sound delicious? Yeah, that sounds good. Because you usually have, I have coconut water in my cabinet. Um, do you have coconut water at home? I do not. It's great for a hangover, actually. That's, I don't, I'm not drinking enough to get hungover either. <laughs> like, I'm just not even, I don't. I think that's all I've been talking about since the pandemic. Yeah. So. No, I've really cut back. I was just thinking, I don't have, like, I don't, I mean, I do drink like half a bottle of wine by myself because that's Fine, just no what it judging. is. But like, I guess I haven't been like, cause when I get the most hungover is when I like drink a lot over the evening and have like a really good time and. Mix my drinks. That's when I get hungovers. When I okay. mix them, and when I'm home, I'm just like, that's a lot of bother yeah. <laughs> to sort of layer in the drinks. And you're gonna end up knowing where you were the night before. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's something that I do do. Do do. And this is something that I think everyone needs to know about because most people don't do it. Do you ever use jam to make cocktails? Uh, yeah. Because we have a lot of jam in I our house all the time. I think you and I have done this because of our relationship with Dorothy Stainbrook. <laughs> Probably, I think yes. that's when we started. Because we, I think we started at the same Farms. time. Yeah, because she that jam was so good. She makes a fabulous shrub, but she's also got delicious jams. Yeah. You can buy them at Certix, I know. Totally. Um, And so, like, she had, like, a raspberry habanero. Yeah. And you're like, well, that would be good in a margarita. I feel like she started, I think the first one she ever did with us was some, it was like a lemon something and it was or it had mint in it and so we were like ooh mojito yeah i think that was the first time i ever shook a cocktail with jam so here's how you do it so you have a tablespoon of jam yeah and you need to add citrus so that it helps cut the jam yep and then you add two ounces of spirit and you shake it so here's some ideas of jam and cocktail mixes okay okay so gin with lime and blueberry jam Gin with lime and blueberry jam. Okay, I'm down. Totally. Yeah, that's good. Tequila yep. with lime and strawberry jam. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think that, that sounds good That could be too. almost like you're like, you know. Strawberry margarita. Margarita. Here's one for you. And I have this jam at home, so I might even try it. Whiskey. Yeah. Lemon. Yeah. Apricot. Apricot yeah, jam. that would work. Or peach too. Peach preserves and a pe- and peach would and whiskey is really orange good. marmalade work? I'm not a big orange marmalade girl. Okay, but in the flavor profile, you'd think it would, because don't they use orange bitters yeah. in, in um, old fashions? You could, yeah, for sure. Okay, vodka, lemon, and raspberry jam. That sounds delicious. Yep. It almost sounds like a cake. Mm-hmm. So if you're at home and you aren't making fancy cocktails and you're missing them, 
Try to up your jam game. Up your jam game. And if you're not like, I mean, for me, it's like, I don't eat a lot of toast. You know what I mean? Where yeah, else do you put your jam? I don't eat jam? toast either. If Sourdough not, bread, you put it on. If you're not eating bread or toast, like just, and we don't, you know, it's like, all of a sudden, it's like you have all these jams that people give you, and then I feel bad. And dribs and drabs of jams. The other thing so to do with jam, not to digress, but is to make a sauce for chicken. So See, you, I'm not a, that's the problem with me is I don't go sweet on those profiles. Like on my savory profiles, like if I'm going to eat dinner, I don't want sweet in my dinner. But like, don't you ever make Asian food? It's kind of Asian-y because you put your jam with ginger and garlic and then you put a little bit of hot chili oil. So my, or you can even add like yeah. coconut milk. No, I mean, I get it. Yeah. And I, there's, I just, that's just not my, okay, I am not all about. Like all, like I would sesame pork. I would do any of the other sauces, but I just the the sweet and sour sauce that you get on like what we like to call a sugar chicken when you order. Yeah, it. I don't like that either. Jake loves it. So does Kurt, yeah. and so does Ellie, and they always want to go to Leanne Chin and have <laughs> their orange chicken or their lemon chicken. Sugar chicken. Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay, keep uh, take your shot game to the next level with picklebacks. I mean, right? Yeah, you For do sure. picklebacks 100%. and putting pickle in cocktails, like putting 100%. pickle juice in. In, uh, in, well, you can use it as marinade, by the way, but if you can also use it in like a Bloody Mary, in a Michelada. Do you, I literally cannot throw a jar of pickle juice away. Like, I literally just drink it. I can't really either because I use it to pickle radishes and all the other things. I just drink it. I had a pickly moment, and we're probably running out of yeah, time here. I had a pickle moment where I started panicking because I still have jars of things. Like, and season's coming. So yeah, I gotta, need to eat gotta my get going. Crowd. I got to eat my pickles. I got to get moving. <laughs> so that's my cocktail hacks for okay. you. Hopefully. Oh, one more. Two tablespoons of liquor is one ounce. Oh, okay. And I think that's if a good hack. If you don't have an ounce, you, or you can do the yep. spooners. Okay. Four tablespoons is two ounces. Good. There you go. Okay. We're going to be back with Count Lisa Reese. We are back on the weekly dish. And I have to say, we are with our guest. Hostess with the mostess, Elizabeth Reese. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello, lady. Good morning, girls. Oh, I love when I get to pop in on the show with both of you. Okay, here is why you get to pop in. Because I, for Super Bowl, I was doing these chicken wing recipes, and everybody kept saying, well, do you have an air fryer? Do you have an air fryer? Yeah. And I was like, no, I don't have an air fryer, because Stephanie March got one for the top of her Instant Pot, and it really didn't air fry much. It's, and so it's fine. I'm sort of just like anti-air fryer. Then my friend Jen is like, do you have an air fryer? Because she has one that sits on her counter that's like a Cuisinart that's a toaster, a toaster oven, and an air fryer. Oh. And I was like, well, that sounds interesting. Yep. And then, Elizabeth, you forsake us. You <laughs> went and you bought your air fryer. <laughs> and you know that I not I really am. Um, I haven't even gotten an instant pot. I know. I'm really nuts about appliances because I I don't have a lot of counter space. Yes. And so I don't and I don't want stuff on my counter. Yeah. And I already have a bottle sterilizer and a Vitamix and a juicer. And that's like where I'm maxed out. Uh, but I did find space underneath my cabinet for an air fryer. And I follow this woman on Instagram. It's at Target Bargains. And she just posts great clearance deals at Target. Okay. And so, again, it's at Target Bargains. And she influenced me to buy this <laughs> air fryer. So it's the Power XL five quart single basket air fryer. Now it's a hundred bucks at Target. When she posted it, it was forty nine ninety nine. So Ooh. that's why I bought it. Right. So I purchased this and my sisters both have the Cuisinart ones that are act like a toaster oven yep. that you set on the counter. And they like those very much. That being said, I don't have counter space. Yep. This one is like the traditional air fryer where you pull out the basket. It looks sort of like a black 
egg-shaped okay, right, machine. Right. And then you pull out the basket, you set it to the temperature, you put food in it. You guys, I'm hooked. And I resisted this thing for so long. This is exactly why I wanted to talk to you, because... I don't eat frozen food. Like, I don't eat pizza rolls. I don't eat chicken nuggets. And right. I, I would if I had little kids in the house, but mm-hmm. I don't anymore. Yes. But you can use it for things that aren't frozen. Now, I did do chicken wings on the Super Bowl, um, on Super Bowl Sunday, and have since done them for my husband for just a Saturday snack. And wow. he is a happier person because of it. And I have frozen chicken wings, and I don't do anything to them. Except for put them in the air fryer. Now, some people use like an avocado oil spray in the air fryer mm-hmm. as just a little bit of oil. I don't have avocado oil spray, so I just brush a little bit of ghee around the edges. Yeah. Because yeah, I feel like it does the same thing, and I just don't want another thing. Um, and then I put frozen chicken wings in the air fryer. It takes like 25 minutes at 400 degrees. They're so crispy, you guys. And then Jay has a little bowl that he puts Frank's <laughs> buffalo hot sauce in. <laughs> He takes the air, the chicken wings, puts them in the buffalo sauce, mixes them up. And I'm not kidding. He's like, these are just like buffalo wings at a restaurant. Wow. And they're not deep fried. They're amazing. And okay. so, and I have done um, chicken nuggets for the kids. And for, I mean, who doesn't eat them? If you say I you're making them for them the kids, if I adult, had them. I'm not judging anyone. Yeah. So I've done those for the kids. But then here are the other things that I'm so into doing. Sweet potatoes. So... Steph, this is why you guys would like this, is you just do whatever kind of plain vegetable, just pop it in the air fryer, and I don't think I'll ever roast sweet potatoes again. Stop I think it. I'll always do them in the You're air fryer. You're the roaster. I You're know. the sheet pan queen. Listen, sister, you know it. But because they come out crispier, and um, it's like a more consistent cook, because there's so much air circulating around them, and you get that really good crisp on the edge with fluff in the center that you don't get as much from with roasting. Okay, I have a question. Got it. Do it. Give it to me. Okay, so it. it so you're saying it's got like a little basket, right? It's but, got a basket, So yes. do they like clump in there together, or is it, it's not spread out, so... It, but it still gets crisp on all sides if they're touching each other? Yeah, so they say with the chicken wings that you should have them all spaced out, which I did the first time. But then the second time, I piled more in, and they were just as good. Because how many are you getting in there? How many um, wings? In the five-quart, I probably got like a dozen wings. Okay. So oh. you need to be thoughtful about how many people you're cooking for, because you can definitely get big air fryers. Some people I've heard of go turbo and they get multiple air fryers so they can have multiple going at one time. Whoa. Oh. And the trick to getting the even crisp too is to every like five or seven minutes, just grab the handle, pull out the basket, shake it, shake it, shake, shove it back in. Okay. Because I will tell you that like for the lid that goes on top of the instant pot. Yes. Like I, you can, I can maybe get six wings in there and I'm like, I and I'm really going to do, and then you have to turn them. And that lid is big. It is. And it's a lot to like lift it up and put it down. And then you have six wings that you have to flip. Yes. And then you put the lid yeah, back just on. Just do them in the it oven. Is the basket is, operation is way better because you just pull it out and you shake. And, um, it's, and you know, when you roast vegetables, like you still have to toss them True. every so often yeah. in the oven. Yep. And the process of pulling the air fryer basket out, shake, shake, shake put it back in is much easier than open oven, put arm in 400 degree blaze <laughs> ball, hot oven, flip with spatula, try not to toss broccoli into yeah, the bottom touch, of the ah, oven. Drop yes, something. Exactly. Get out the mitts, the uh-huh. whole deal. It is a lot easier. So I've also been doing Buffalo cauliflower, 
which is that's you, what I would do a lot of. I this think. is the reason why I got this thing. <laughs> yeah, is because I love buffalo Me cauliflower. Too. Me too. I especially love it from Jay Selby's in St. Paul. Yeah. Yep. Um, and they do a good job. They do such a good job. Now I don't make it battered. I just do. I just toss the cauliflower with the buffalo sauce. I did put this recipe on my Instagram in the feed if you want to know like the specific method that I used. And then I toss it, put it in the air fryer, let it go, and then when I pull it out, I put more buffalo sauce on it. Can I ask you a question? Always. Do you have a convection oven? Yes. And so I would just do all these things in my convection oven, but for the simple reason of the turning the burning hand, the mat, the mitt. How about the cleanup? The cleanup is so easy. You pull it out. I I just, I basically rinse it off. I barely use any soap. And I just wash it, rinse it. It's It's got one little like kind of stand in there that's like a, like a grate kind uh-huh. of. Um, but a fine, fine grates. And then it's got the basket and it just washes so easily. I put it back together and then I pop it under my counter. Oh, and it's called, and, and you can't, can you can't batter stuff and put it in there, can you? I think you can. Because but, it seems like that would be a mess. Yeah, but I think you can do it. People hmm. do it. There's recipes for them. There's a website called Skinny Taste. I hate the name of that website so much, but um, it is called Skinny Taste. So do with that what you will. But she <laughs> has a lot of air fryer recipes in it now i'm not really in this to like make like a chicken cordon bleu and put it in there you know like this isn't for me something where i want to do all of these like multiple step recipes this is for me when i i have a baby and i have one hand yeah and if i can like pre-chop some sweet potatoes the other night i literally guys did sweet potatoes i tossed them in a little bit of olive oil in a bowl put some salt, pepper, and smoked paprika. Really good smoked paprika from that burlap and barrel spice line that Lori has at Golden Fig. Oh, yeah, yeah. So good. Sprinkled that on there. And then I tossed it with... with one hand, with a wooden spoon, opened up the air fryer basket, <laughs> poured it in with one hand, basket in, hit 400, and let it go for about uh, 15 minutes. That's the other thing. And they were big chunks of sweet potatoes. That's way less time than in the oven. Yeah. Unless you're doing convection. And, um, and then I took that blazing hot sweet potato, I poured it all into a bowl and I ate it with one hand because I had a baby in the other hand. That is insane. Yeah. Okay. I just noticed on the skinny taste, she's got air fryer, buffalo chicken, zucchini skins. And I got to say, like, I'd be like, oh, that looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And you can follow recipes and you can get ideas of, you know, kind of more advanced things. But I think it's so easy if you're just doing... Say even you want to do like a couple just good chicken breasts in a pan and you just want some roasted veg on the side and you want it quick and easy and really crisp and delicious. You do it in the air fryer. And guys, you know, I have a fancy oven. You do have a super fancy oven. I know. It's real deal. Which which is the fancy oven do you have so we can cover it? First, let's talk about which air fryer because I just got a power XL five quart single basket air fryer. Yeah. Power XL. Yeah. From Target. That's the brand power XL. But it's basically I don't think you're going to find that much difference in the brands. It's not like instant pot where it's where recipes are written specifically for that thing and all that kind of stuff. Um, People tell me that they found really good deals on air fryers at Costco. I would want I'm just telling you the one that I got right now is $100 at Target and I only paid $49.99. Okay. And what was that website for the Target lady? She's an Instagram handle at Target Bargains. Okay. She's really changed my life. I've purchased lamps because of her. (laughs) It's really getting to be a problem. (laughs) 
yes. this could be dangerous for yeah, me. It's really, um, it's really good. I, I really like it and I didn't want to like it. And I had people email me saying, oh, I'm just like you. I'm practical. and I don't want all this stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and I got it. And for the record, I have a blue star range. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That is a fancy range. Okay. Yeah. But my convection oven is a in the wall and that's a Bosch. Okay. Um, All right, I have so, a convection oven, and I just thought I won't need an air fryer because I have a convection oven that I use all the time. This, you guys, on the Power XL website, there, there's like a ton of these air fryers that are just like slimline. You know, like Ooh. there's like a there's a nine quart slimline for 150 bucks. Oh, and, hey now, that sounds good. I, I like know. the idea of slim when it comes to my appliances. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I don't want to put pressure slimline. on slim for anything else. <laughs> Yeah, Elizabeth, it, yes. since we have you, mm-hmm. and you may have convinced me to buy an air fryer, oh but God. I'm not sure yet. It I'm just good. still pondering. I can't wait. I knew when you messaged me, I was like, yeah. I've got her hook, line, and sinker. Because <laughs> I just, I respect you. I know how you cook. Yeah. I know that you're like, I, that you don't cook a lot of junk food. I know you're not into big appliances and fads. Yep. And I love my Instant Pot so much. I cook in it probably twice a week. That's great. So I think this could just be you know, something I might have to do. Elizabeth, what else? Is there anything else that you're eating this like in recent that you're just crazy about? Because you must be cooking a lot for those children. Yeah, we're cooking a lot. I'm doing a lot of like one pot pastas, you know, like last night I just did Italian sausage. um, And then uh, I added a jar of tomato sauce, a little bit of heavy cream, some Parmesan. And then I cooked up some pasta and added it in there. And Jay was like, this is the best pasta you've ever made. Um, we did, Jay's been doing a ton of grilling because he got a green egg, oh, okay. um, which he's wanted for 10 years. And we've only had a charcoal Weber for our entire relationship. And <laughs> we like, I figured like, okay, we can upgrade make this happen. And so we, I got him a sous vide machine for Christmas. Yep. And, um, so we just did pork chops the other night. You know, I buy pork in bulk from Littlefoot Farm in Afton. Yep. Um, so I always have a lot of pork in the freezer. And so we did the sous vide with the pork chops. And then we cooked. We actually cooked those on cast iron on the stove. And Jay just about smoked out the entire house. So that's going to be happening outside from now on. <laughs> My God. But he's been doing a lot of reverse sear steaks. Love that. Which um, is fully life changing when you master the reverse sear. All right. And then we have to let you go, Elizabeth. No. But you're what the best. <laughs> There's a couple weeks I'm going to be gone in March, so hit yeah. Smart Shop. Yeah. You can fill in. You got to fill in. ask. I will put it on my calendar. Okay, you're in. <laughs> Thank you so much for your air fryer roundup. We love it. We'll love be right you, girls. back. Ciao. Everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. You have entered the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. Please call. Oh, we should have held Elizabeth over because know. you know they're going to have questions. I know. 651-641-1071. If you want to chat us up uh, about anything in the Twin Cities about food, if you want to ask air fryer-related questions, if you want to, we'll do our best to pretend we're Elizabeth Reese and have answers about her stove and all sorts of stuff. So 651 651- Six four one one zero seven one. By the way, of course, uh, unpaid researcher Phil said, "Can Elizabeth Reese really be a weekly disher if she doesn't have an instant pot?" It's dicey. It's but dicey. She's got a lot of other good content. Yeah, she's got so other we're tickets. Let her squeak by. We're gonna let it. We're gonna let it ride for sure. And it is weird that she doesn't have an instant pot. Like and we she should says almost, it's weird. 
We should almost do that exact same call where we tell her why she needs the instant pot. She has three kids, for goodness sakes, and she's a working mom. I know. Like I did butter chicken in the instant pot again this you know week or whatever, and the butter chicken sauce. By the way, yes, I did eat it as soup later in the week. I did see that. I did butter chicken last week too because we were talking about it. I think that must have been it. I recorded it because I was gonna make a segment out of it, and then when I opened up the lid. It wasn't good. It <gasps> wasn't all the way like the rice because I did a pot and pot and oh, my rice wasn't all the way cooked. Never do pot and and the, it was too soupy. So then I poured the rice back into the pot oh, right. and put another like three minutes on it. Yeah. And then it was fantastic because it was almost like butter chicken risotto. Okay. We're going to have, we have Mary in the line, but I want to okay. ask you something after this. Okay. Hey, Mary, Hi, what's Mary. up today? Hello. Thanks for uh, taking my call. Yeah. I was gifted a lion's mane mushroom. Oh. And okay. I'm curious what to do with it. I've been exploring some things online, but open to suggestions. Well, let me tell you the basic thing you do with a mushroom is you just saute that baby in butter. Because <laughs> the mushrooms are, you know, the fungi, you know, tend to soak because they're porous. They tend uh-huh. to soak up things. So if you're just going to do like a slow, you know, almost like a confit, a little slow roast a pan roast in butter and and then i usually with different mushrooms i either go sage or i go you know um or i go thyme thyme with mushrooms is really one of my favorites Mm. and then i just pop that on top of like either you know i like to put it onto like polenta we all know i'm overdosing on polenta daily um but things like that or even like you know a risotto Uh, mushrooms in risotto is beautiful but yeah yeah what are you thinking? Okay, this is just a special mushroom that, according to the internet, you do not put the butter in first. You saute them dry oh. and let all the moisture come out oh. and then add butter. Okay, so. I just saw which cut, what you're looking at, and you're right. I'm a little bit, I was not thinking it was the same one as this one, because this one has, oh, this is like a, this is like a fluffy one. It looks like <laughs> a labradoodle or yes. a, a hairy dog. Yeah. Can I just ask a quick question? Uh-huh. Who gifts someone a mushroom? <laughs> someone, someone whose kid is trying to grow them and possibly make a business out of it. Got it. Got okay, because I'm like, that's so, an unusual gift. Yeah. I love it. Yep. That's my story. Thank you, guys. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Gifting of mushrooms is cool. I, 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 I hit the wrong button. I definitely think that there's uh, anything with mushrooms goes with butter. We have Sue on the line. Hey, Sue, what's going on today? Hi, ladies. I always love your show. Thanks. Hanson, I am just like you with the air fryer, empty nester, you know, debating. I got my 35-year-old daughter one for her birthday in December. She's got the two little kids and they're home, of course. Yep. So she keeps sending me pictures of everything she makes in it. Oh, my Salmon, God. Salmon, chicken, yes, all these roasted vegetables that her kids just love. And I finally said, quit sending me those pictures because I know I'm going to go out and buy one if I see one more picture. I'm with you, Sue. And her we- favorite story then was the biggest hit was she found some, like, gourmet corn dogs that her husband wanted her to try (laughs) that's so funny because as soon as elizabeth got off the line stephanie looked at me and she goes you're gonna get one aren't you (laughs) it's 100 percent. yep so i hear you thanks so appreciate (laughs) it oh boy oh gosh okay here's what i want to ask you about have you ever heard of a chicken bog a dish called a chicken bog 
Don't look it up. <laughs> I was quickly Googling. I know. You you went no. right to the thing. No, I, you haven't? No. I hadn't either. Have and you heard of engagement chicken? I'd never heard of that either. No, but I know somebody was talking yeah, about it. I think Lindsay, Lindsay was. Gunsel. So, so, but chicken bog is something that I think I've made my entire life, not knowing that it was a thing. It's one of those interesting food etymology things, and you know I geek out on it, but Garden and Gun, you know who I subscribe to, as, <laughs> I know, because I am a magazine. I didn't realize you were subscribing to Garden and Gun, but yeah. okay. It's a great magazine. Okay. Like, in print, it's a great magazine. And so I also have their e-newsletter, and they were putting out things for uh, the fact that it's cold. You know, they're like, here are these warm dishes that will help warm you up, because it's, you know, it's from the South. Sure. And, uh, and it, there was this recipe for chicken bog, and I had never, and I was like, what is this? It's basically rice, chicken and rice, kind of in a, almost like a risotto-y kind of way. And it was, it almost looks like a paella, but with chicken. And then sometimes there's a little sausage in there and sometimes they put in, but I literally I was, was like, I was going to say like, we make pot pie once a week. <laughs> it's the porridge <laughs> that I make all the time, but I love the name chicken bog. A bog. That's pretty fancy. It's right on. I did make a uh, five-minute lobster risotto last week. I saw that. I was very worried about the risotto in your Instant Pot, I have to tell you. Oh, no, I know. Friend. I was shocked. But I was worried because it's... I mean, lobster goes rubbery so fast. We have one more. You cook it from frozen. That's the trick. Okay. We have Melanie on the line. Hi, Melanie. Hey, Melanie. Hi. Hey, ladies. Um... I know neither one of you have an air fryer, but I'm just wondering if maybe Elizabeth can post something about how to cook a chicken breast in there. I'm, I tried it, and it was so dry. So I, I don't know if I did it too long or what the deal was. Uh, what other, okay, so do you, what other apparatuses would you use to traditionally cook your chicken breast? Um, either grill or just put it in my oven. Okay, and do, how do you eat them? Do you eat them on salads or... Oh gosh, we eat a lot of chicken, so every which way, it's <laughs> on funny. everything. Uh, I I think a lot of families like make chicken breasts like for batch cooking once a week and then eat it all week. Is that what you do? Um, kind of. We we both work outside the home, so yep. by the time we eat it for dinner and then eat it for lunch, we're kind of over it. So yeah, then we're on to something else. <laughs> yeah. All right, I will uh, yep. do a little research. Check back on our Facebook page, which is where we okay. will put. Mo- we have show links on our My Talk page too, but if you're looking for more in depth recipes, those usually go on the Facebook page. Just because okay, sometimes awesome. we got to look them so up much. after the show. But awesome. I'll put something up there for you. Thanks, Melanie. Oh. Hey, we also have Phil on the line. Hello, Phil. Hello. Phil. March, I'm sorry. I don't have a question for you. This one's specifically for Hanson. Well. Okay. Uh, the Dueling Grandma's shortbread cookies that you had featured on a local TV show. Yep. Um, are they sold anywhere in the Twin Cities, or is it strictly from their website? Strictly from his website online. Ken Velke, he's a he's a one-man show. Mm-hmm. It's good, though. And he is making cookies like crazy, trying to keep up with the demand. I, oh, sure. I imagine he will end up in some brick-and-mortar stores before too long, but right now, he just started this business, and he's it's all online ordering. Well, it's great for him, and uh, thank you for shining a light on the, our local uh, great products out yeah, there. Yeah, so thanks. I you really, guys are awesome. Have it. a great day. Yeah, thanks, it's a pleasure to be able to do that. It's those cookies are delicious. They really are. I, you know, you brought them to me, and then I basically ate them all in one sitting, and that was not a good idea. Well, and still. my new thing is I freeze them. 
so that I can only... Is that only... a new thing for you? <laughs> well, because then I can only eat like one at a time unless I break my teeth. And okay. I'm more likely to just be like, oh, it's frozen. I'll do it another day. <laughs> the a... Hanson mascot is the chest freezer. Let's be clear. We'll be right back. You made it. Here. Finally. Checked out of office to check into the sweet views of that place you've always wanted to go. You know the one. It's nice. Even the kids like it. This place is so cool. And they never like it. Mom, can we go to the pool? Look at that. Not even asking for the Wi-Fi. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it.